This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What up, Clock Dodgers? I'm your host, Neil Maligno. This is the Clock Dodgers podcast. And today's episode is sponsored by Podcorn.com. Now, you guys know I'm super particular about sponsors and ad reads that we do on this show. I'm super transparent that it has to be a product, service, or people that I believe in, that I trust, and that's exactly what Podcorn.com is. There's a lot of writers, analysts, experts, podcasters, future podcasters listening to this podcast. I try to find stuff that brings value to you guys, too, not always just fantasy football-specific products and services. Today, Podcorn is exactly that. As creators... We cringe when we think about the idea of a sponsor because typically it limits our our creative side for money that we're not crazy about and products that we're not crazy about. It's not how I roll. It's not what I do. And podcorn.com is literally the opposite of that. Hate middlemen? Podcorn.com is for you. Love being creative? Podcorn.com is for you. Want to make some money off your podcast because it helps you bring more value to your listeners on the back end? Podcorn.com is great for you. Go to the website, podcorn.com, sign up your podcast, jump into the sponsorship section, and immediately look at look for podcasts that that you know that gravitate towards what you do, right? That your audience can find value in. Find those, pick them out. There's gonna be plenty of them there for you. No matter, no matter what your podcast is about, you're gonna find something that fits what you're doing. You find the sponsor you want, you put on there where you could fit the ad read what you want to do on the ad read and how much you want for the ad read. Potential sponsors will get that information, hit you back and you guys, you know, can conversate and go from there. It's super easy, super fast. I mean, I'm literally talking to you right now on a podcorn.com sponsored ad that I got from podcorn.com. It's that simple. It's really I, I you got you guys know, I like things to be simple here, easy and value packed and podcorn.com is that. Visit it today, get yourself signed up, take advantage of this amazing service and the amazing people that they have working over there. I'm excited. I know you're going to love it like I love it. Clock Dodgers, let's get to the episode. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. What up, what up, what up, Clock Dodgers? I am humbled to have you with me again today. Last week, we spoke about five players that I'm buying in Dynasty that I feel exceed their value at the current moment. Today's episode, since that episode was received so well, I want to do five rookies that I'm buying cheap in Dynasty. So not just players, but rookies this time around. Obviously, a lot of people are taking part in rookie drafts right now. You'll be taking, you know, part in more of them as the season gets closer. These guys will also be included in redrafts and whatnot. But I'm I'm more so um, looking at these guys. Just generally speaking, I feel that wherever you draft them at, you're getting a better value than you would 
for their ability just because of whatever reason they're not perceived right now as you know big time players there's other guys that are just that much better you know um or they're coming in with better production levels or whatever the case may be whatever the reason is that you know they're being touted above these guys it is what it is um you guys know how we do here at clock dodgers we don't slam you over the head with metrics and, and, and data. I don't slam you over the head with film watching. I'm going to mix a little bit of everything, and I'm going to include things like situation, which I feel is super important, where these guys landed, who their teammates are, what might be asked to them. These are things that I'm also taking into account and um, why, why I feel high about some of these guys. Um, so let's start again like any top five episode that we do or top three or whatever we're doing, um, these guys are in no particular order. So don't don't take it as like, I'm starting with this guy, he's the best, and then the last guy I talk about is the worst or vice versa. Um, the first one I want to talk about that I'm excited about, the first rookie is Lynn Bowden Jr. As you know, he's a Raider. I'm super amped up about that. When the Raiders drafted him, it was uh, very exciting. He was one of the players that this draft kind of did a funny thing. And I mentioned it on Twitter. Um, the Raiders are typically a team that, you know, people will use as kind of uh, an easy target in fantasy, if you will. Easy target in general in football. But in, in fantasy, it's always easy to um, say the Raiders made bad picks. They don't have talented players. They don't have guys you care about in fantasy. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. This draft changed things a little bit, and I enjoyed watching it unfold, and I continue to enjoy watching people tout these guys because they have no other choice, and I know it kills them to do so. And Lynn Bowden Jr. is one of those guys. Um, the Raiders drafted him. He is a straight-up weapon. If you if you need any word to describe Lynn Bowden, it's a weapon. John Gruden's new joker, as he calls him, which uh, Lynn Bowden seems to be taking with a lot of pride because I've seen pictures of him signing autographs on helmets and whatnot. And he was actually putting it on there, the Joker. Um, so he's excited about that, you know, that role and that, uh, that 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 job description, I guess. But the guy, he played quarterback, running back, wide receiver, special teams, all of this in college. And he didn't just play them. It's not like they were like, what can Lynn Bowden do? He's not good at this. Let's let him try something else out. No, no, he exceeded at all these things. He did well at all these things. He was a playmaker at all these positions. Um, he literally played quarterback last year um, because the quarterback and the starters got hurt. Um, and so they had to, you know, fill that spot. And so he just slid right in and started making plays. Was he your traditional quarterback? Obviously not. That's not what he did. But he made plays. He scored touchdowns. So we got a football player here. He makes plays from anywhere on the field. Already that's a bonus in the NFL, right? There's nothing that coaches and GMs and stuff value more than a guy that they can put in multiple positions. That automatically gives Bowden a lot of respect and a lot of stock up in the Raiders organization. You can't get enough of, of, of players like that. Derek Carr is going to love him. Um, if, if we remember one of the biggest knocks on Derek Carr last year and the Raiders in general is they didn't score enough touchdowns. Um, can't beat teams in this league without scoring touchdowns. Their defense wasn't great to start with. So, you know, there's no other way to beat teams if you're not scoring touchdowns and they suffered at it. Obviously they, you know, I talked, I talked about rugs, uh, in recent episodes. We've talked about Brian Edwards in recent episodes. Neither one of those gentlemen are on this list today, but, uh, Bowden is another guy who's going to see, he's going to see an increase in, and everything across the board because the Raiders are infusing the team with more talented players, right? So they didn't have a Ruggs before. They didn't have a guy like Brian Edwards before. Um, they didn't have a guy like Bowden before. These guys are undoubtedly going to improve this team. There's just, just no other way about it. Um, so improved players, everybody gets better, and that's how this thing works. So Bowden has a skill set that no one on this team has. 
And he's 100% going to be used in this offense. And he'll definitely have plays drawn up for him by John Gruden because we all know that's how this thing works. And so I'm really excited about it. He's a touchdown magnet for a team that lacked touchdowns. I mean, why would a guy who excels at getting touchdowns not be in the game script, right? They have Josh Jacobs. They have no true backup to him. Jalen Richard is not really a backup to a guy like Josh Jacobs. I mentioned this before. Um, so, I mean, he's the backup as of right now, but I don't see it as, you know, that big of a deal. So Josh Jacobs will eat. Lynn Bowden uh, will get in there in the mix with Jalen Richard, but he'll also do plenty of other things. Be spread out wide, slot work, uh, special teams, all this good stuff. So let, let, like, like I said, when a player is going to be in the mix a lot and when a player can be counted on, for multiple positions, you will undoubtedly see them on the field a lot. And I'm feeling very good about Bowden. Where you get him in drafts and where you, you could trade for him, whatever the case is, it's it's for nothing compared to the upside that I see here. Um, so I'm loving uh, Bowden in Vegas. Upside, upside, upside. Common trend here on the podcast. We talk about it a ton. Next man on the list, I spoke about it with Matthew Berry a few episodes ago. And that's Antonio Gibson. With the Washington Redskins, Matthew was excited about him. You know, he's seen the potential there. Um, I'm excited about him. I've talked about him on Twitter. I've talked about him everywhere. Um, so it's clear that I have high expectations for this gentleman. Um, his coaches, they know how to use him. They know how to use a player like this. Their track record says, we, we, we know what we're doing with guys like this. We know what we're doing. They didn't just draft a guy that didn't fit what they try to do. They knew exactly what they were doing when they were drafting him. It's funny. People are like running back, wide receiver. I don't get caught up in this stuff. He's a playmaker. You draft playmakers. Don't worry about what position it settles at. Could it be both? Who knows? Who knows what these, you know, the sites you use will do, but the team calls them one thing. Fans call them another thing. Everybody's up in the air about it, but overall he's a playmaker and that's what you need to worry about. This offense needs playmakers, just like the Raiders. They had, very little offensive talent. It's not to knock who was there and who was producing, but it was clear that they needed more. They needed more. Um, they've dealt with injuries. They got a young quarterback. Nothing can help this team more than, again, a talented offensive playmaker, a guy you can put in different positions, you can put in different roles. You're going to throw the whole playbook at him and just let him go at it. You guys are going to see the trend here. I talk about it on every episode. Playmakers with upside, upside, upside. That's what you're buying. That's what you're buying. I'm not going to get too crazy about this. Just understand this, right? To put it in the simplest terms, when you get a guy like Antonio Gibson in the draft, in your rookie drafts, or whenever you draft him or trade from whatever you're doing, you're, you're, you know, especially in drafts, people are picking tight ends, basic ass backup running backs. That's that's what's going around him, right? Um, so he he's a great fit for you in your draft at that point, and I'm buying him. I'm trading for him if I can. If someone, you know, just drafted him, kind of, they don't have a lot of love for him. It's early before he proves himself. This is your chance. This is your chance to take, a, you know, to take advantage of that. Um, but definitely I'm buying all the Antonio Gibson I can. And I got him in many of the drafts that I'm in. We'll see how it plays out. KJ Hill is probably a surprising name on this list. Um, all-time leading reception. Uh, reception. Woo. All-time leading reception. Whoa, I'm saying that backwards, and that's why it's a struggle to get out. All-time leader in receptions at Ohio State, um, which is no small accomplishment, right? No small accomplishment. We don't ignore leaders. Leaders. We've seen gentlemen come into the NFL who may have not had every single skill you wanted at the highest level, but they were a leader. 
And that meant something. We see people ignore that and they get burned for it every time. He was a leader in receptions. You don't become a leader in receptions because you suck. That's not how this works. Not at Ohio State. So we got a guy. He was a leader in receptions at Ohio State. He was drafted in the seventh round. So so what are we seeing here? What's the uh, what's the pattern we're seeing here? We're seeing a chip on the shoulder, right? We got a chip on the shoulder. We got big-time college production, no respect in the NFL draft. I'm seeing a chip on the shoulder of this young man. Immediately replaces Andre Patton. We're talking about Andre Patton. He was the third wide. He was the wide receiver three in San Diego because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams ate up every damn snap available. But Andre Patton, that's who we're worried about? Uh, come on, guys. Yeah, you, you guys are better than that. You guys know better than that. You know, I ain't going to let Andre Patton slide as the wide receiver three in San Diego. So we got all time leader in receptions, disrespected in the NFL draft. Easily is going to replace the wide receiver three in the current position, that seems like a good situation, right? Again, a guy you can get for nothing in your rookie drafts. Nothing. He's not being respected. Just like he didn't in the NFL draft, he's not being respected in your rookie drafts. You could do way worse than K.J. Hill in your rookie draft where he's going. You could do way worse. You go for upside. San Diego offense. Plays with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. They need they need a third wide receiver. It's very obvious. He's your man. He is your man. I don't care what round he was drafted in. Great route runner, makes plays. He's going to be given the opportunity. They know what they. I mean, they they would they didn't let him pass because at that point it was ridiculous to let that guy slip any further. So San Diego's going to have a pleasant surprise in KJ Hill, and so will you because you're going to draft him ahead of a lot of the bums that are going around him in your rookie drafts. The next man on my list got a lot of hype, not going to lie, leading into the draft, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver. This, this is very simple for me. This one's very simple. He got a lot of hype for hit for, for very good reasons, right? We You've gone over that. We've all gone over that. We've seen it, right? Production, all this ridiculous stuff, a good ability, high-level skills. Everything was there. Some things he got dinged on. It hurt. Knock him down. But let, let's talk about this. The hype was not there for no reason, right? The production was there for a reason. His QB on his NFL team now, his pro team, is the GOAT. It's the GOAT. The offense that he is joining is st- 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 stacked. Stacked. His head coach is an offensive wizard. College production. Goat quarterback. Offense that's just a stacked. Head coach wizard. He'll beat out the guys who couldn't hold down that spot to start with. That third wide receiver role. He'll share the slot. If If he becomes a favorite of Brady, watch out. You buy players like Tyler Johnson. That's the point. This is what we do. We take these risks. We take these gambles. We calculate it and we take it. There's not many guys you could draft who have quarterbacks that are the GOAT, whose offenses are stacked with weapons, so they're not a focus of attention, whose head coach is a wizard, and everything else looked good leading up to the draft. 
nobody's perfect. Sure, there was things you're gonna you can if you want to knock Tyler Johnson, you could you could reach for something. The situation says otherwise. It says otherwise. I'll bet on the guy with Tom Brady as his quarterback and a great offensive system with a perfect role. I'll bet on him. I'll bet I'm in a dynasty. And again, the players you're getting around him ain't nothing special. The last guy on my list today, the last guy I want to cover with you guys. I really enjoyed these top five episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed them too. We get a lot of good feedback. I really love doing these. Um, it just because it, I, I could put guys on the list like this guy. These lists are made for guys like this. I lied earlier when I said I didn't have any order here. This guy is my number one on this list. If you know me at all, you know who's coming up. You know who I'm about to talk about. It's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, my favorite rookie in this draft. My favorite rookie to bet on in this draft. As a Raider fan, I wanted the Raiders to draft him. The world was upset when the Eagles drafted him. Eagles fans didn't understand why. Why would we do such a thing? We have Carson Wentz. We don't need a Jalen Hurts. Man, shame on y'all for that. Every team needs a Jalen Hurts. With the idea that potentially you draft a quarterback who is along the lines of versatility with skills, right? Entering the league. Not saying he's there, not saying he's them. But when you have a guy who could potentially have some of the abilities and skills and attributes of a guy like Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, these are guys who can make plays with their arms and their legs. Not every quarterback can do that. They all can't do it. It's not possible. Some of us, our favorite teams remind us on a weekly basis that they can't do stuff with their legs. Some of us understand that. When your team can draft a player who has that potential, because we're talking about upside, you draft playmakers with upside, especially a quarterback especially a quarterback. You do not pass on that player. The chance that he can reach that level of fantasy production makes him a no-brainer. Number one on my buy-in dynasty list in rookie drafts because it's ridiculous. The ADP, where people are drafting him, the lack of love because of a landing spot. We fell victim to landing spots in the past. I will personally agree that I fell victim to the A.J. Brown landing spot. It happens. We overthink it. Playmakers, high-level production, super-skilled athletes, you just don't pass on them. You don't, let the, you don't let the situation they land in be a complete kill. They're not DOA. They're not dead on arrival where they land at. It's not how this works. Cream rises to the top. Teams draft players for a reason. They have a plan. You got to trust it. Does it always work out? No, absolutely not. Nothing always works out. Jalen Hurts, man, I, I I bet on the guy. I believe that'll work out. Will he be Philly's quarterback at some point in the future? Who knows? Carson Wentz has a huge contract. He's done nothing wrong other than be injured a lot, right? Which makes a lot of sense on why they drafted a backup quarterback like Jalen Hurts. But again, you get people upset when you talk about Car- Carson Wentz being hurt. They don't like hearing that because they think you're saying that it's a it's a it's an injury issue. And they don't believe in those things. They think it's freak incidents. Hey, whether it's freak incidents or not, you drafted Jalen Hurts to back up your Carson Wentz. 
It's just it is what it is. So get these guys on your dynasty teams. Draft them in your rookie drafts. Just because they're falling low does not mean they don't have value. The upside is crazy on these guys. This is why you have fourth round picks, third round picks, late fifth round picks, I mean, late third round picks, fifth round picks, all these things. And you're like, ah, they have no value. They actually do. These are the guys you draft with them. These are the guys that you trade, you, you, you combine those picks and try to trade up if you have to. Draft them early. Draft them early if you believe in them. I would draft Jalen Hurts early. I'll draft all these guys early. I'm not going to get crazy, but I'll draft them early. In auction drafts, I'll spend on these guys. I did spend on these guys in auction drafts. Antonio Gibson, I've had I've had fused with people in auction drafts already. I've gone back and forth about them. Got him. I ain't let up. Got him. Lynn Bowden, got him. You got to go for your guys. These are my guys. These are five rookies I'm buying cheap in Dynasty. In some cases, they may not be so cheap. You might have to buy, pay up. And I'm, I'm, I'm for that. I'm with that. Take those risks. Take, so, take those gambles. Get guys you believe in. Who are guys that you think should be on this list? There's, there's a bunch more. There's a bunch more that just didn't make my list. I had to narrow it down to five. They didn't make this list, but they belong here. There's guys that belong here. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know who you think belongs here that, I, that didn't make the list. G- give me one player. Don't, don't hit me with a bunch of them. Hit me with one player. One player that you believe belongs on this list. On Twitter, Clock Dodgers, at Clock Dodgers. Follow us. Hit us up. Let us know what player you believe belongs in this list. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask you to do one thing. Please leave us a review. It means anything. It means more than anything to us. Your review, five stars, whatever you think it's worth. Let us know what you like. Give us some feedback. We appreciate it. And of course, share the episode if you really enjoyed it. Everything else, we appreciate you guys. As always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.